Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Safe Space. Um, I hope everybody's having a wonderful, wonderful week. Um, we're just, you know, we're just chugging along. It's like the end of the school year for a lot of the kids. Um, I hope everybody's enjoying the end of the school year. I can't believe it's the end of this, uh, end of the school year, start of summer. So it's a really, it's got to be an exciting time. It's the end of the school year for a lot of you. Well, Carissa, you've already been done with school, so you don't really count in this conversation, but you do count on this conversation. So you guys are done the end of this week. How are you guys feeling? I'm feeling relieved that like all my grades are in and I met like most of my expectations on like grade-wise and academic-wise. So it's just relief because it's going to be summertime. I'm going to be able to like have a break, relax, and just have a lot of time to do things that I want to do. Okay. Okay. What about Zoom people? Like, how are you guys feeling? Like, the school year is about to end. Your pandemic school year, I should say, is about to end. Yes. We're about to be seniors. Just like, say it. Go ahead. I feel very, very relieved um, in the sense that it was a lot of stress coming in and, you know, stuff that happened with me in the house and everything. So right now I feel stressed that I'm, I'm done with school and I was able to meet the goals that I set for myself. Now I can allocate more time to do the things that I, I, I'm needed to do. Oh, Josiah, we've missed you. I've missed you on the podcast. So it's good to have you back. So I'm, I'm glad that you're like, you're feeling accomplished, you're feeling done. Carissa, you've been done with the semester for what, like a month now? Yeah, it's been about a month. So how are you feeling being done? Honestly, I'm like super relieved and yeah, I love summer um, except the heat, but yeah, so it's been a good time for me. Nice. Yeah. Um, so school years end, your pandemic school year, I should say. So you guys spent half your school year in virtual and, and half of it in person. Well, hybrid, I should say. Most of you guys, you guys, most of you guys stayed virtual, right? If I, if I remember correctly. Just say, did you ever go back in per? Did you, did you go in person at all? I personally never went back in person. Okay, you never went back in person. Okay, so I know, so that all of you guys stayed virtual. So how was it for you guys now that you're ending it? Like now you're ending this week. So how did it feel? Half of your peers went hybrid and then you guys stayed virtual. How was that process for you guys? For me personally, like for classes that I enjoyed, um, it, it was like, like the teacher most of the time, like they will pay attention to students that are like really at the building because of they're there and like yeah. that like physical learning aspect really can help them like learn it, which is understandable to a case where, but then like we don't really have enough time for like the virtual students or anything. And it's like really hard to like make discussions and everything doing it virtual. So that was like a big issue and everything. And like now since like end of the school year, it's like really what to do. Like, right. we're just some classes, um, they let us out early. Others, we just um, like 
just chilling, doing nothing, because it's the end of the school year. It's all great to put in. So, you guys have been, so, you know, this hybrid person. So, next year, you guys are going to be, the goal is to have you guys all in person next year. What are you guys thinking about that? Uh, it's going to be a lot difficult, because there's one thing. We have, like, just getting into the building early in the morning, which is going to be a process. Other thing, what if students get to the building early, early, what they're going to do? Because usually, like, when we go to the building early, yeah. we're either just walking around the halls, we're either they're just in the cafeteria. Early. Yeah, but then, like, yeah, they're going to do that. Jared, really yeah, but... The then, perks of being in Jared, TC. Like... I think really students that like want to stay in the auditorium just sitting there the whole time like yeah some students want like Learn, move around like, I, what was it i went to the building like because i have to help major and sarge yeah and then literally always these like security guards either at the front or they're because we have two like entrances one for the freshmen and sophomores and then one for the juniors and seniors yeah so like if you come they open the door i think that like um I mean, if you come early, then you staying outside. So I, they open the door like eight fifteen, which gives you two minutes to go to homeroom. If your homeroom teacher ain't there, then good luck with that. Oh, so they changed the time. Yeah. So like they let you, like they say be there at like eight o'clock, but they let you into like eight ten, eight fifteen, which only gives you a few minutes to get to class. That's really pointless. That's really short. I also would like to point out that this is, um, blessings last podcast for like two months because someone is deciding to leave me for two months but who's who's pointing that out not me. <laughs> i think that was the air i don't know who i don't know who did that i think that's my Tourette's kicking in who knows but i i like to say thank you to blessing for joining us for her last podcast for when are you coming back August 31st. So you don't see me until like September. Mm. I didn't know it was until the end of August. This was not the conversation we had. I thought it was like mid-August. No. I thought it was like, I don't know, like August 15th. No. What it was said today is August 22nd, 20, I mean August, June. See, you have me all jumbled. It's June 23rd today. I can't work in these conditions. <laughs> Okay, so I'll see her next school year. <laughs> Please. If I like pretend I'm having a crisis, will you come back early? <laughs> <laughs> I'll confirm with Marcus first. Marcus. I Marcus, do not lie to me. Marcus. Uh, <laughs> do not lie to me. Those who can't see this visually, but Marcus and I, I'm doing the I think Marcus. <laughs> Marcus, oh I might have a crisis. So when I tell, maybe I might be dying or something, and then let's say it's like, oh my god, I have to go back. Miss Layla's dying. <laughs> you don't know. I mean, I don't want to be over dramatic, but I'm being over dramatic. So now that I've gotten that out of my system, sometimes I make these podcasts about me when it's really not supposed to be about me. Would you like to share with the class? Huh? Oh, we're talking about, about Boba. Someone in my master. 
Okay, so what I know about Juneteenth, it talks about like um the end of slavery and like the importance of that. Yes. Okay. To pretty much sum it up. Sum it up. That's basically Juneteenth. And I don't know if you guys know, it was like a big thing. A lot of people didn't want it. Um, they, uh, a lot of Republicans uh, voted against it. They didn't want it to become a federal holiday. So it was a huge thing. So to give you guys a little bit of the, the back history of Juneteenth and why it was set to become a national holiday, we'll give you guys a little background and then we'll talk about it. Here's one, here's the section where I do a lot of block talking. Uh, and then I hopefully I stop talking. On January 1st, 1863, President Abraham Lincoln issued the Emancipation Proclamation declaring that all persons held as slaves in the Confederacy shall be free. The Emancipation Proclamation only freed those slaves held under the Confederacy, not, excuse me, uh, not in the border states loyal to the unit, including Kentucky, West Virginia, and Delaware, where slavery was still legal after the Emancip Emancipation Proclamation. Try saying that one two times fast. That would be difficult. Yeah, but like, right? Emancipation Proclamation. Yeah, mm -hmm. In fact, slavery was still legal in Kentucky until December of 1865. So that's actually two years after President uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln issued the proclamation. When the 13th Amendment was passed, Kentucky voted against ratifying the, the, the amendment. Surprise, surprise, it was Confederate. State. Confederate states and slaveholders also resisted the, the proclamation. Many people remained enslaved in the Confederate states after the proclamation, even as many slaves people fought for their freedom and escaped behind Union lines. Um, in 1965, Major General Gordon Granger of the Union issued the order in Glavenston, Texas, alerting all enslaved persons that they were legally free. At this point, Texas was the westernmost state in America, one of the Confederate states to be occupied by the Union. Let me get my other paper. 
Juneteenth recognizes the day in 1865 when the Union General Gordon Granger read the, the proclamation, signaling to all states living the farthest reaching U.S. state at the time that they were free. The proclamation had that that was signed two years earlier. Texas was, was the most isolated from the Union um, occupation free from enforcement before then. So that is like the back history of Juneteenth. Now the question is, should it be considered a, free, a, a federal holiday? Now I'm gonna back Marcus up. was ready. My thoughts is that yes, it should become a national holiday. I don't see why like people are against it because at the end of the day is an accomplishment and it should be recognized as that because now people are considered as equal as before as before and everything. So like now that accomplishment for what? Like I guess you'll say end of slavery, but then slavery still occurs. Like, it's kind of a continent because, like, it's making, like, slavery not legal anymore in, in that sense. So by doing that, it lowered, like, the amount of people that are, like, um, the many people that, uh, how do I explain this? Many people that were slaves not become slaves anymore. So it lowered the risk. So... I could, that's why, like, I believe that's an accomplishment because yeah. we were able to make some something that was we, we were able to make a change. That's one thing. Right. Okay. Just say you wanted to speak after. And to add on to that, it's also American history. Um, I will admit a lot of people are very illiterate when it comes to black history. And I don't think it's it's smart for it to stay that way because we tend to be alienated and that's not the whole purpose. We live in America and we're part of the America, the American. So we should, our history should be part of American history and we should have holidays for Juneteenth so people who are illiterate can learn more about black history. That's very true. So it goes, so it goes back, I think this fact that we had this conversation during Black History Month, right? That there was, who do we hear about when we hear about Black history? We hear about Martin Luther King. We hear about Rosa Parks. We hear about Harriet Tubman. I love Harriet Tubman. Like, I mean, people who I made significant, obviously who made yeah. significant. Um, what's that last name? Frederick Douglass. Right. We, all people that made significant, but there's other people who played parts, parts into Black history. I mean, Rosa Parks, but prior to Rosa Parks, there was oh, someone else, exactly. unfortunately I can't remember her name, who who was part of the Freedom Riders who initiated it, yeah. right? Rosa so Parks wasn't the first person to say no to a white man on the bus. Right. Except the girl was pregnant, so they didn't want to use her. Right, because they didn't think she was the face of this movement. Because she was young and pregnant, that's and i think you and then so i think josiah is right that we are oh and malcolm x like yeah. uh nielsen said muhammad ali. who muhammad ali. muhammad ali i think Josiah, you make a good point that the american public is illiterate towards black history so why but why do you think this created such, such controversy to having Juneteenth as a, 
as a federal holiday because it was i think mostly because like you know people are still low-key racist and they can't admit it because when i went to down south for like my vacation i seen confederate flag when i was going on the highway back home and i took a picture i was like oh they doing this and i'm just like wow yeah they're just low-key racist they don't want to admit it that's fine like let's be honest they're already salty about the whole um black history month Mm -hmm. thing how Mm -hmm. first of all shut up your history oh, here comes the like your history is celebrated for 12 months in a year 365 days so give us black people these 28 days of juneteenth to be happy and, it's and to, to be celebrated it, right? and the thing right? is black history is somehow even whitewashed because so, then you talk about abraham lincoln and the emancipation proclamation yes thank you but i don't care why do you think it's difficult for people to come out with their own biases to admit that because they don't they don't want to be canceled so okay so now we're talking about the cancel cult culture why do you think people are afraid of cancel culture because it wouldn't go nowhere and they'll be like judged and all that etc you know drama stuff like and and the thing that gets me about some white people some no white people no some white people is that you get offended when like a black person says that oh if you're not black don't call me this or don't call me that and you're like oh i'm trying to support you what i have to say if i don't want you to call me sis that's up to me like if you really wanted to like support me you wouldn't get mad right and if you see the things we go through then you would understand right so it's just like at this point just keep your just keep your opinions to yourself because this isn't going anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I think, you know, I it, lack of education, mm-hmm. I think is a huge <laughs> part. Uh, just say it, go ahead. I also think people are victims of being brainwashed. Um, I quite remember some time ago, um, there was this powerful man who said um, they had to uphold a certain standard of, I don't know, it was like some secret agency, which goes back to the being canceled part. I think people are being some kind of like forced to more like act racist so they can keep their, let's say business or their family in check and which is really hurting the the public, which really hurts us people as minorities. Okay, so, all right, so brainwashing, I think, and I think I know where you're going with this. Do you think, so how do you think that's, so public figures play a huge part in that. How else do you think is played through that? through the books that um we've been taught in school. Okay. So education. Through our family. Through our family. What about media? Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. Social media is a whole lot. Social media. What what okay, think about what we see on TV. So, you know, funny conversation, you know, I had with my my mother the other day. Love her. Uh she didn't know what an angry black woman was. She really didn't. And it was out of her own. And she asked me, she goes, she was, because forgive her and her ignorance, but she literally asked me, she was, she was watching the real housewives. (laughs) And I was like, already we're done with this conversation. I'm already done with this conversation. But she goes, you know, she was like, why can't, I don't understand what an angry black woman is. And why can't you call, oh, you know, because she thinks that if you're angry, you're angry. If you're upset, you're upset. And I was like, well, here we go. <laughs> Let me give you the history of this. 
So, but that's what I'm saying is, what is the media portraying? And how do we change it? What do you, and unfortunately, this is going to fall back to you guys, right? What do you guys do? How do you guys speak up? Because if you guys speak up, what happens? Uh, if we speak up, then more people will follow through and like continue to like support you just because like, they, if they have like the same cause and everything yeah and like they're afraid to like speak up and everything and they see someone speaking up they will join you because right. they believe what you believe in and sit, you can give them that courage so that they'll able they'll be able to like be by your side and everything yeah so but how do we educate people uh, um just use the way that we can like educate people is that um the same sources that they're being educated just give them the rightful information right that's true so because now we're dealing with we're dealing with right now i i you know as our country is getting unified we're also getting we're still divided right so we Thankfully, we've made this historic moment and we've, we're recognizing a moment in history where we're saying, you know, this is what happened. We, we enslaved people. People were enslaved. We, for some reason, some white man was like, we're going to start owning people. And then another man was like, that's a terrible idea. We don't, we shouldn't do that. Oh really? Well, it was more like um. So it was this man. He was like things I want to do with um, like I want things I want to do with white people, right? And this Japanese guy, he reacted to me was like, you know, for the last time that your ancestors got on the white people, well, they got kidnapped. The last time my um ancestors messed with the white people, well, we got nuked. The last time a white person went on a white people, well, mm -hmm. he brought diseases to two different continents. Let's just stay away from the water because it's not <laughs> working out for us. He's like, just stay away from white people, folks, because it's not working out. I was like, you ain't lying. You ain't lying. You ain't lying. He's like, Japanese, just, just stay away from the ocean in general at this point. It's stay away true. from ships and boats. It's true, though. So it's it goes back to... So, yeah, and now I lost my train of thought because, because it's so true. Um, because we talked about the benefits of making this an historic moment and honoring the, making it a national holiday. But how do we deal with the resistance that we're getting? I mean, when you got Trump supporters in the world. Yeah, that's going to be hard. That's going to be a challenge. And unfortunately, it's growing. That mindset, right? So how do you deal with that kind of mindset? I mean, you can try to change their beliefs to educate them, but knowing them that they're like, walnut IQ for brain, it's not really going to happen. <laughs> that one brain cell that's taking off for that's your exactly life. Exactly. That one brain cell. Well, um... Just, it's racist 
evil parts of mankind, which causes the divisions and alienates people. Right. I'm gonna be honest. Racism has been around for generations. <laughs> With that music, it is so true. <laughs> That was kind that of like, music was, was it went with it. It's been around forever, like. But do you think it's been amplified more than ever? Think I about mean, it. Considering the fact that Egyptians used to beat Israelites to a pulp, mm-hmm. and the king of Egypt wouldn't let the Israelites go, no matter how hard they tried, or how they would say very. Um, to be honest, I feel it's gotten worse, not like physically, but mentally, because now you have to realize that we're all dealing with the, um, consequences of our ancestors or the consequences of racism from, oh, from beginning of time, let's be honest, people have been racist. Because there's always going to be that one race that thinks they're better than everyone. Of course, you're always going to have that, no matter what. See, I didn't want to bring up Hitler, but Hitler was racist. Like, how are you going to be racist to your own kind? That's my thing, though. Like, you're not even blonde hair, blue eyes. Get out of my face. Like, how are you racist to your own kind? (laughs) What? Well, he was trying to make, he was trying to create the ultimate race. Then he should have killed himself, too, because you ain't blonde hair, blue eyes. He should have killed himself a long time ago. But okay, so this, but my question is, okay, so now my follow-up question, Hitler had an evil heart and his main goal was conquest, that's true. No, you want to know why he did all this? Because he got rejected from an art school. An art school. You turned evil because the art school rejected you. That, that, that's sad. Okay, so besides that, uh, he cared, he cared, he cared not for people. Yes, that's true. So, okay, so my question is for you guys. Do you think Juneteenth would have happened had not the tensions for because there's this theory that if it hadn't been for Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, all this police brutality that the black community has gone through, do you think Juneteenth would have happened? I don't think so. I feel like it's a 50-50. Yeah, we cared enough in general when it happened, like, in the 18th century. I feel I like, like it's a 50-50 for me. Okay. Because we have presidents, like, Barack Obama, I love you. Barack Obama cares. Josiah would like to say something. But you didn't do much. Okay. Oh. Wait, all right. So this is the order we're going to go. We're going to have Blessing, Josiah, then we're going to have Marcus, and then we'll have Nielsen. Everybody got the order? All right. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Wait, what's the order? It's Blessing, <laughs> Josiah, me, Nilsson. And then, okay. Krista, you're after, if you want to go. Okay, got it. All right, go. I love you, Barack Obama. You are a great president, but, like, I'm disappointed in you. You didn't do much. You focused more on Obamacare, but that's a whole different story. And now we got our president, Donald Trump. Let's just skip him. Let's just skip him. Let's just skip him. Let's skip that administration, please. I don't feel like that's just me. Please skip that. My PTSD is real with that man. Four years of torture. But I feel because, like, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, like, I still remember when I said they're baby steps. They're baby steps. 
and I'm proud of those baby steps because from his first day in office he went to work and I feel like even if like Breonna Taylor and them wouldn't didn't like get shot he would have been that one president that actually cared enough to realize the struggle of black people especially if most of the people you're working with is black they're going Mm -hmm. to say something about it because that's their history so I feel like it's a 50 50 okay so you feel like because of this administration he may have brought light yeah to this get some enlightenment to the situation okay I don't know if it would have been like a federal holiday, holiday but he would have acknowledged yeah. it in some way okay interesting Josiah was next yes Josiah go in my personal opinion what I believe is the situations that happened with Breonna Taylor and George Floyd marked the beginning of um the Juneteenth because let's just be honest um when I was in middle school I heard something like they wanted to put what was her name again? Um, oh, I forgot her name a little, uh, a little bit. Um, the lady that was in charge of the Underground Railroad, Harry, Harry Tubman. Tubman. Yeah. Harry Tubman. They wanted to put her face on the ten dollar bill, but they, uh, <laughs> they somehow retaliated from that. And I think the situations that happened with George Floyd and Breonna Taylor opened the eyes of America to see what the government was really doing. It's not no good to just keep a certain group of people just like, oh, you're, you're in America, but you're not really part of us. So um, it marked that beginning of us realizing what they're doing. And I think because of that, it contributed greatly to Juneteenth becoming a holiday. Okay. All right. To add on, I like I 100% agree with Josiah's like process of like um those cases being a major impact in Juneteenth. Juneteenth and the reason why is that because like if we think of like our government and we think of like our world in general things don't really spark up until we see people marching out to make a change and like when we're having people like protest when we're having people um just showing that this is not right that is an impact itself because it shows that people are recognizing that this is wrong yeah. And while like we having these different cases and everything, the George Floyd case, uh, every other case and everything, it shows that like it marks history because it wasn't noticed before. Um, it was a little bit noticing, but like people did not really take it really seriously until like those cases arrived because those cases were messed up like really messed up to the case where like police brutality and everything was not was really unfair and then like Josiah stated in my history so yeah right okay um but okay yeah no you're right um Nielsen you said you didn't have anything to say right yeah i don't all right chris did you want to go no i don't have anything right now okay okay so i think you guys really did have a lot to bring to this topic um let me let me just make sure i went through all my questions before what 
Okay. That's for graduation. Yeah, somebody's. That's for high school graduation yeah, on Friday. Um. Now, do you think? So, my last question: Do you think, depending on the next administration? Whether it's Democrat or Republican, do you think this holiday will stay? Uh, that's, that's, also a, that's a 50 50. Because if Donald Trump does not for Yeah, if he runs again. Yeah, do you think he were. He could run. He didn't go with talking about something, he's going to be reinstated August. That's not how it works. That's not how it works. Don't even. That's a whole nother. <laughs> that's not how it works. Yeah, I don't know why he thinks he's come back. He's so full of himself. Okay. Um, just go ahead. I think it will stay because at this point, the truth cannot be hidden. No matter whatever administration comes on, we already know is a fact that Black history is American history, so they can't um, dwindle down on Black history. So that's why I think um, there will be way too many people in the um, Congress that will disagree with the take them taking away the holiday. Okay. I think, yeah, I think you make a good point there. Yeah. I think you, you're right. I mean, it's out there now. I mean, you can't take Pan, you can't take Pandora and put her back in the box. Pandora's out. She's out and she's loud. Yeah. And even if they do take it out, it can be a lot of conflict, which the government really does not want to deal with. So it's a matter of Will the government want to deal with this unnecessary conflict of taking out Juneteenth or or they keep the holiday, which causes less conflict and allows people, even though there's going to be like mixed arguments about it, it at least lowers down the amount of like conflict between people because it's either one side or the other where if they do take it out, a lot of people are going to start arising. And it's just going to cause more drama because the other side is going to agree with the fact and try to protect what they think is right. Yeah. Okay. In a sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Okay. So my final and last question, so I'm checking the time. Do you think, do we think we've made progress as society or are we still at a standstill? Like I said, baby steps. Mm -hmm. Do you think it's because of this administration? Because this, this administration has gotten a lot of backlash. But it's mainly from white people. Yes. Like, it has been. It's mainly from like <laughs> What I've read, this, like, it is. They're helping the LGBT plus community. They're helping black people. And I'm telling the black lash is from Trump supporters. Let's be honest, because. Yeah. Trump has never once acknowledged pride on national television. Yeah. <laughs> he has never once acknowledged women or Black people. Biden and his administration are doing that because they actually care for their country. And Barack Obama, I love you. But honestly, Biden is doing more than you. It, Sorry, my voice cracked a little. No, but it's sure, though. I mean, listen, I think the Obama administration awakened the sense of change. But the Biden administration is actually enforcing change. Yeah, they're taking action. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what it is. 
they are they awaken the idea of change and then trump put it to sleep he tried yeah he tried he didn't put it to sleep. he created carrots in the world that's what he did he created, oh, carrots. Yeah. he created carrots he did um so and then josiah says also the truth hurts people and the facts does not care about the feelings the oppression to the black history should simply humble themselves and accept that this country was built on the black the backs of immigrants josiah i love you but next time check your grandma before you press in it, it could be the fact that the way i'm reading <laughs> but still check your grandma could be the way because i love you but i'm still on that rubber back from <laughs> from national society jeopardy all right y'all so i want to say all right so we're going to wrap up this episode um this is blessings last episode until this week. <laughs> don't think i didn't forget it was in the back of my mind it's because i'm gonna miss you don't make me cry i've cried enough all right <laughs> i've been crying a lot um so let's wrap it up with some thoughts you can choose to pro- uh, participate or not but any thoughts on the episode or for our last thoughts and then uh let's just wrap it up anybody have any last minute thoughts it's up to you if you want to participate uh, i'm go. not gonna force anybody go okay. ahead um Thank you for listening and everything. Just remember that, like, just because people have like mixed um thoughts and arguments based on Juneteenth, um, if you agree whether it's should be a holiday or not, you should always appreciate your own argument. But just to make sure and ensure that you're um receiving the correct your correct information and what you feel confident on, do your research and try to be the best person you could be. Thank you. Oh, I have something to say. Oh, okay. okay. Mr. Donald Trump. <laughs> you cannot get reinstated. That's not how it works, okay? And please do not run for president in, in four years. Let it be. Your time is over. And Mr. President, why did I say Mr. President Joe Biden, we thank you for your service. And keep, what did I say? Thank you for your Thank you for what you're doing. And please continue. And thank you for listening to our podcast. And, and to, you, uh, to as a last thought. I love you, Joe Biden. Donald Trump, go to sleep. <laughs> it's right. not time. All right, just say, go ahead. As a last minute thought, um, thank you for listening. And I'll just say this. Don't believe in anything the media say. Just go out your way and actually look for the truth. Don't just sit down and just accept anything that you just said. Just really look for the truth. And I think you'll be satisfied. Thank you. And check us out every Wednesday. All right. I like that, Josiah. All right. Who else wants to go next? I got to end. I'm the one who ends. Company? I think that's it. Uh, I guess I could go. Um, I can relate to one of the stories mentioned earlier because uh, recently I went to Pennsylvania and I went to the Amish country or something like that. Oh, the Amish? Oh, my God. They're weird. Yeah. And like driving through Pennsylvania, I saw so many Confederate flags and I just felt so out of place. And I can tell you, those people are highly ignorant and they don't really know much. So what I have to say is education is key because without education, you can't pull down these barriers that are blocking us. So just do your thing and succeed. Good job.
Alright. Okay, I will go. Oh, go ahead. Okay, I'm sorry for barely talking, but I just wanted to listen and learn than to say something dumb. <laughs> and stuff. You I just can never to say anything dumb, Nielsen. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Thank you. Was that it? Yeah, that was it. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, that was it. That was it. Okay. Well, I just want to thank everybody for listening and staying and uh, trying to be educated. And, you know, like just to reinforce what everybody says, you know, go out there and educate yourself on the subject if you're not sure and be willing to listen to each other and take a moment and just be kind to one another. You know, this is an awful world we live in. And more than ever, it's just, just be nice to each other. We, we, we're all we got it. We got so thank you for listening to another episode of the safe space. You can check us out on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Podbeam. And uh, we'll be in your ears again next week. Thank you. See you later. Bye.